Hey, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. And I'm Darius. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we are watching and rating every single Holodeck episode of Star Trek ever. Ever. And if you are joining us for the first time on Trek to the Holodeck and you've never seen an episode of Star Trek ever, or you've only seen like the original series Star Trek and you're like, what's the Holodeck? Well, the Holodeck is like VR. Um, but in the future where you walk into a room, you say like, I want to do this. And then holograms just appear around you and you are in this environment. And you, you might be wondering, are you going to do like all every episode? Yes. We're going to do every episode that maybe the whole episode takes place in the holodeck. And we're also going to do the episodes where you just like see the holodeck for like a second. You peep in there when data is doing something. You're like, Oh, that's a holodeck. And, and then they walk by and we're going to do that also. This week we're doing a Star Trek Voyager episode from season two, episode six called twisted. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You, we have this episode that you've watched. Uh, now how are we judging it? Uh, Dylan, how are we judging it? We are using our patented, uh, highly sophisticated DRASC system. Uh, and that stands for dialogue, romance, action, suspense, and stakes. I camp, fucking camp, nailed camp. it that time. You God damn it. Camp. You said DRASC. <laughs> <laughs> That's the DRASC system. Dylan, you totally nailed it that time. <laughs> I like the confidence. It It took us far. I was so confident that I didn't fuck that up. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so camp oh is also God. one of them. It's the most important one. Arguably. It's the most important one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how we judge uh, them. We rate them from one to five treks based on so uh, the draft. Let's uh, let's like you know go on our go go on this uh, this journey uh, through the corridors. A Voyager getting lost because everything's getting all twisted it's up. All twisted. On our track to, to the holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That one actually works quite well, right? Let's walk around the hallways for 10 hours before we find ourselves back in the holodeck. <laughs> Nobody in on Voyager would make it in the Boy Scouts. No. <laughs> Absolutely They're just not. like, their combat just stopped working, and they're like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't... What? It's like, it's like a Gen Z kid without a phone. Like they just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. how do I do that without a phone? Like I need to Google it. I, need I to don't know, to, man. Yeah. You're going to have to figure it out. Oh my God. So this episode Voyager, a Voyager called Twisted, uh, season two, episode six, and originally aired on October 2nd, 1995, the year of my birth. The year of Dylan's birth. Yeah. The episode is written by Arnold Rudnick and Rich Hussek. Hosek? Rich Hosek? Hosek. 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 Hosek.
their contribution to television. I think I'm I shocked. A, I feel like there are quite a few holodeck episodes where it's like, and this was these guys' spec script, and they bought it because they needed to do 25 episodes, but yep. they never wrote another one. <laughs> I feel like holodeck episodes are easy for them to give to just guest writers yeah. because you can do stuff and not have to worry too much about mm-hmm. like fucking up lore or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, this guy also wrote <laughs> some Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Nice. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other shitty sh- TV shows. Fantastic. And also we should note that Michael Piller allegedly rewrote this episode significantly uh, okay. before it went to air. Oof. I wonder what was in the original. Yeah, seriously. Right. Apparently it was so incomprehensible that director Kim Friedman didn't really understand it. <laughs> it was so twisted. It was so, it was twisted. so twisted. Twisted. I, wa- I do wonder, yes, out loud, like, was it actually really good, but just not right for 90s network TV? Just- <laughs> like, they were just like, this is too good. It's too weird. Yeah. Like. Let's bring David Lynchian or something. Yeah, let's bring it back. And uh, it'd be like the perfect episode of Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be beautiful. And the the music is by coming in at 120 pounds. <laughs> uh, in the left corner of of the ring, we've got I kind of want the John Cena music to play now. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope Jay Chataway listens to this one day. (laughs) We are like Jay Chataway's biggest fan. We are huge (laughs) fans. The the John Cena song needs to come on after that. Absolutely. (laughs) We should should just, out of the hell of it, email Jay Chataway. Like whoever his... Wherever we can find an email for the guy, email him and see if we can get him. So, hey, do you want to just, yeah, do you want to be on our podcast? I have a 30 uh, day free trial of IMDb Pro, so I could probably find get all that <laughs> phone shit, number. Dylan. Yeah. Get phone numbers of all of <laughs> our, whole... all of the composers for Star Trek. Ronald yeah, Jones? we'll do a whole Ronnie J, baby. <laughs> and uh, see if you can get Avery Brooks. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. How crazy would that episode be? That'd be great. It would be. It would be. It would be. Very strange, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's my bad Cisco impression. (laughs) I don't know. It'd be very exciting. Uh, I love him. (laughs) All right. Some guest star shout outs. Yeah. Uh, Not a guest star, but uh, David Stipes was the VFX supervisor. I thought that was worth mentioning because... it's pretty VFX heavy at some points. I like, I like, if it's funny to look at now, but it just looks a lot like memes, like a lot of Gen Z memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it does. Put a warp, put a warp, like a warp, uh, uh, whatever on yeah. it. And it's just like, everyone's like, uh, next oh is God. like Judy Geeson, who gives uh, like an 11 out of 10 performance as Sandrine in a, <laughs> yeah. in the French Parisian she's, cafe. She's putting in work. She is going for it. She went hard on the accent. <laughs> Attitude. Oh, man. Nice work, Judy. Really something. Yeah. 
We also got um, Larry A. Hankin as Gaunt Gary. Who is this? Is is this the who's dad Gaunt from Gary? Even Stevens? Oh, no, this no. isn't the dad. Is Gaunt Gary the guy who's playing pool all the time? Yeah, wants, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's great. Uh, no, our next guest star shout out is Tom uh, Virtue uh, as Walter Baxter. And yes. This is the dad from Even Stevens. This is the dad from Even Stevens. Stevens. Oh, okay. I have to say about this character, when I first watched it and watching it again, I feel like in an earlier draft, he had something to do with all this because he shows up <laughs> and they put so much <laughs> emphasis on him and he's yeah. acting kind of weird and like being super joyous and then i so i was like is this is he doing this like is this a new, somebody who like an alien who hopped on board and started fucking shit up and then they he, they just do away with him after like yeah. two scenes he seemed like a pretty important uh like crew member and then we never see this crew member again I this feel is like. the last yeah, time you like see is, baxter but i think he's in two yeah. other episodes and i think both yeah. other episodes he's talking about going to the gym I just want to be clear <laughs> that his entire perso- personality is, yeah, dude, I just like to lift, the bro. You know, I was lifting and then like the temperature control changed. And uh, awesome. I'm just, and then the, yeah, you're right. Like, he it's why does this guy keep popping up and then not really having anything to do with anything else? <laughs> and then later on in his career, he played the Dan and even Stevens. Oh, classic, 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 classic. Let's go back to Gaunt Gary. Larry A. Hankin. Yeah. He's just a, a he's looks like a character actor. He is a character actor. He was in the Breaking Bad as a character. I like I knew I rec- recognized him from something. Uh and uh apparently also was on TNG and a bunch of other stuff. He felt like a character from um like uh what's the uh Dick uh Dick Tracy? The, no, the, the big goodbye. The TNG, the, uh, the big goodbye. The show. big goodbye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, definitely. But he, I felt like it was a call to that, but it maybe. Wasn't. Yeah, it's definitely the same lighting on that set as the Manhunt, and uh, was it Wall yeah. always had yeah. Paris or no? Same setup. Would you guys um, recommend this just for the holodeck content? Yeah, yeah, I, I think would. I would too. Yeah. A, yeah. and, and mainly because of uh, a lot of the doctors' scenes, yeah. and absolutely, uh, Ga- and because of Gaunt Gary, actually, like whenever whenever Tom is dealing with Gaunt Gary, it's great, and we'll talk about yeah, it. And and, and we say the doctor, but also like Judy does a lot of the stuff that makes the doctor's content really work really well. That's as yeah, Sandrine. totally, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, okay, so we've been talking about it a little bit. Does who whose turn is it this week? Is it Dylan's turn to recap Me. the episode in thirty seconds? So this is our uh, this week on segment, where one of us will try to recap the whole episode in thirty seconds, so that we can get the recap out of the way and we can talk about what we really liked about the episode and not have to get caught up in plot points. Hell yeah! All right, I'm very excited to be here. I'll start it. Okay. Yeah. Tell talking. me. Tell me when to go. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll just do it when I start talking. Okay.
Okay, so we start out at Kess's birthday party, and the birthday party's going great. Everything's kind of fun. Um, and then back on the bridge, they're like, oh, there's some weird shit out in space. And so they're going through it, and then everyone starts getting all wobbly and weird, but the, they're walking around like all the time, and they can't find where they need to go, and they want to go here, but they can't. They go into a door. They go. They find themselves somewhere else. They keep going back to the holodeck. And in the end, they're in the holodeck, and Tuvok's like, we just got to let the space stuff wash over us. That's the only way for to do this. And Chakotay's like, fuck you. And they're like, Oh ah. no, and then it washes over them. <laughs> but I'm glad that we ended with Chakotay's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say real quick? I just realized in Dylan's 30 second, uh, this is basically the exact same philosophy that they had in Late Voyager um, in our last episode <laughs> we did, where uh, I think Harry Kim's like, should we turn around? And <laughs> Tuvok's like, Nah, we gotta go you through just gotta it. Go through <laughs> just put the shields up. We gotta get home. We gotta go through it. <laughs> it's the dad who's like, maybe like the mom or whatever is like, hey, maybe we should just like try going backwards in the mud instead of trying to go. It's like, nope, I got a V8 engine. We're just gonna fucking do it until the tires track onto something. I paid for this goddamn truck and it I got they a Hemi. said, yeah. <laughs> I got a Hemi. I got a two box. I can do it. Tuvok is such a dad. A hundred percent. Tuvok has a pickup on Vulcan, and you it's a, it. it's got a Hemi. On the weekends, he's and he bought it because they sold him the Hemi, even though he doesn't know what a Hemi is. It was only logical at the price point. <laughs> oh my god! You know that Tuvok has like projects that he likes to do. Definitely. I feel like Tuvok is whatever the equivalent of a uh, of the model trains are on Vulcan. Yeah, like that's a Tuvok thing. <laughs> what is a Vulcan model train? What Tuvok's is- in the basement, and like his wife's like, "It's dinner time." He's just like, "Not right now. I'm right in the middle of something." <laughs> yeah, this is the most. I you can always tell when the writers aren't a hundred percent familiar with the characters and obviously this is early Voyager too, but I feel like they just get the voices of so many of these characters wrong. Yeah. I hate to say it, but, yeah. but I also, yeah, definitely. But I also feel like it is early Voyager. Yeah. And I haven't watched early Voyager in a while. And so I forgot all about all these like weird plot points. Like one of my favorite ones was when Balana and uh, Paris were walking through the halls trying to find engineering. Uh, Balana goes, listen, Starfleet, and like turns them around. And I was like, oh yeah, she's still like very much a Maquis. Mad and the Maquis are still very much like at odds with the Starfleet members. Like <laughs> she does that to Kim too, if I remember correctly. Maybe she's it's like Kim then. She's Maybe like, that's I don't know, Starfleet. Of. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> I love one of my favorite moments in this episode is right at the beginning when Harry Kim is over in the corner and he's like, Hey Tuvok. And Tuvok's like, what? And he's like, um, do you, do you need anything? Do you need anything? Do you need me to do anything? Everything's done. Everything's I did done. Everything I, I did everything. Do. And Tuvok's like, you, you want to go to the party, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I want to go to the party. And he's just like, all right, Tuvok's just like, just, I mean, just leave, just leave me alone for another thirty-eight minutes. Whatever Tuvok's- it will take for you to be off of this bridge. <laughs> His face is just like, Harry, please shut the fuck up, man. Just go. Please go away. 
He, I think he literally says acknowledged. Like Harry's like, I did this and this and this. And he's like, all right. It's your job. Cool. <laughs> and then he's finally just like, all right, go check out these things in the holodeck so that you can go to the party. Like, yeah. And then the space anomaly happens and he's like, eh, Terry, yeah, I can't Actually, go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I just saw the space anomaly right now. Yeah. It just showed Sorry, up. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, speaking of Harry Kim, there's a moment in this in this episode where uh, Janeway is talking to Harry Kim and she's just like, Harry, I want to let you know you are really going above <laughs> and beyond <laughs> what you need to be doing. And you are a great Starfleet officer. Uh, like, And then she never promotes him. Nope. <laughs> like, Jayway's like, look, I can just tell he's one of those people that like just verbal affirmation goes a really long way. And if I just say one nice thing every three or four years, we're golden. He'll just keep performing at an extremely high level and get the same shitty bunk bed. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, like I was watching the episode and literally out loud, I go like, yeah, but. You never Come promoted on, him. Janeway. You never promoted him. Yeah. Give what him- is your problem? <laughs> well, right after that, she does get, you know, caught in the anomaly. Maybe it that reprograms her, her brain. I love that shot of her arm when she like reaches wow. out. And it's like whoop, whoop, whoop. And it's like all warped and shit. And Harry comes like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she like she has the reaction. You don't see it. And then her and then it like cuts. And you expect there to be some like crazy it the the look on her face when she opens that hatch, uh, that Jeffrey's two hatch and puts her hand through mm-hmm. looks like you're about to like turn around and see like aliens dismembering people's bodies right in front of her. <laughs> I wasn't expecting then, some sort of like event horizon sort of hellscape yeah. sort of like, <laughs> right. It's like where we're going, we won't need eyes. It's like <laughs> nope. And then the camera turns around and it's just like jelly arm. Like uh, <laughs> crazy. I got jelly arm. I got jelly arm. <laughs> I like oddly enough remember this episode very vividly for some reason. <clears throat> and when I turned it on, I was like, oh, this is the episode where everyone's just walking around all the hallways for like an hour. And they're all <laughs> just like, so, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. That's, that's, that's such a good thing to bring up. Like, apparently this was conceived as a bottle episode, which for one thing, having guest writers write a bottle episode seems like the opposite idea of what a bottle episode, I mean, besides the budget constraints, because like a bottle episode, good ones, I think, force characters into a room together and they work their shit out. Mm-hmm. And in this yeah. case, they just did the first part, I think, which is make them fight and not work yeah. together well a lot, yeah. but not really resolve anything in any meaningful way. Never. Like yeah. at the end, it's just like, okay, I guess we all just give up. <laughs> guess we'll just let hey, it. This is the most like um, surfer uh, like uh, mindset that Tuvok's ever had. Surfer right? Tuvok? Like, sometimes... You- like Surfer Tuvok is just like, man, sometimes you just gotta let the waves wash over you. If you try to fight it, you're just gonna you're just gonna get, <laughs> you're just gonna get, get hurt. You get hurt, man. You get wrecked. <laughs> you're just gonna get wrecked and you oh, and then you like drop down and you're like, oh Whoop-a. yeah. Whoop-a. Get pitted, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Chakotay is like crazy wrong about his approach. 
Janeway's kind of like everybody's wrong, which is fine. I'm fine with people being wrong, but they're all kind of shit, shitty about it. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Chakotay. And you're, you're kind of wondering like, ah, maybe this guy really shouldn't be commander. He's not, he's not <laughs> dealing sucks. with these issues very well. Yeah. Tuvok wasn't very, no. I don't know. Tuvok uh, for being very uh, motionless was definitely being like, well, I've worked with uh, Janeway for a long time. And as her tactical officer, I think that, and it's like, all right, shut dude, fuck up. shut <laughs> up. We get it. You've I, been here a long time. <laughs> I do think, and, though, Tuvok is my favorite Vulcan. I think he's one of the best Vulcans out of out of yeah. all of them. Yeah, he, he he's legit. Like, he's 100% like, no, I'm just, I'm good at being a Vulcan. That's, I do understand why Chakotay has his thing and why took Chakotay and Balana have their thing against Tuvok because Tuvok was undercover with <laughs> the Maquis and That's like true. stabbed That's him in the back. I love. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's surprising love- that Chakotay wasn't like, oh, what about the time when you were my tactical officer for six months, <laughs> you backstabbing piece of shit. <laughs> And that's when the first punch is there. That's where Tuvok's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and, then, and, then br- and then Tuvok breaks Chakotay's face because he's three times stronger than Chakotay. Yeah, he calmly Wait, grabs him by the back but of the Chakotay's, head. Just- <laughs> you know, Chakotay would be like, my ancestors will help me in this battle. Oh, like, totally. My spirit guardian. It's like whatever generic. Oh, you know, my God. <laughs> Like an eagle, like a a ghost eagle would fly yeah. in and like, oh look, it's God. cool, but like, what are you exactly? It's like, it's, I'm yeah. Native American. I it's love like, okay. in the early Voyager 2, especially Balana, the way that they say Chakotay is yeah. like- Chakotay. Chakotay. And it's like, <laughs> and then later- and then they kind of give it up. Yeah, they yeah. like, Chakotay. Chico- it's like Troy's <laughs> accent. Like, yeah. One of my favorite like, things. It was a cool idea. Now nah, we're just gonna go with Chakotay. I can't remember who, what the characters, like what the the character name was. But one of my favorite things was the way Neelix said the last person who, when he's reading the doors with, uh, with, um, <laughs> Kess, and he's like going up and like reading all the doors, and then he turns around and the way he says the last person's room, like the name of the last person, it's like yes. Ogaya or so- Ogata or something. Ogaya. Oh yeah, Ogaya. he's like Ogaya. <laughs> I was like, me like, what are you doing? This episode though, <laughs> and, then, and then Kes says it right after him and just says it normally and Ogaya. says like Ogaya, and it made us look like such Ogaya. an idiot. <laughs> Ogaya. I mean, to be fair, I I never really understood the Neelix hate. <clears throat> Until I watched this episode, and I was like, oh, Neelix is a creepy, annoying, just thing, (laughs) who's so annoying in this episode, and the whole Neelix Kess thing has always been kind of weird when you think about it, and it's kind of- Early Neelix is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I read a really good take that was like, he was originally envisioned to be more of a quark side of like, you know, he's like shady, but in the end he has a heart of gold. Like he can get things done in the Delta Quadrant, but they didn't, the writers didn't really figure out how to make that work. Mm -hmm. And so with Ethan Phillips and they just ended up being like, well, I guess, I guess he's really just going to be a teddy bear. Like he's just going to be like the nice guy, counselor, chef guy on, on the ship. (laughs) And yeah. eventually, like, that is a more comfortable and better place for that 
character than whatever this is in this episode. Yeah. But I do wish that we had gotten a little bit more of that. Oh yeah. I can talk to these guys. Uh, watch, watch as I, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They just never panned out that way. He's, uh, <laughs> I, I just forget all the weird things that early Voyager was doing. Like Tom Paris is hitting on Kess, you know, kind of a, like all the time, sweet, but weird way. And like, that's Neelix true. Is being super like, Territorial, territorial, and possessive over Kess, (laughs) and then we have to remember that Kess is like two years old. Um, Even though the herp species has, yeah, no, this is a, yeah, this is a uh, universal translator needing to translate the age uh, situation. It's like, hey, make it twenty-four. We, she's twenty-four. Yeah, no, okay, she's (laughs) twenty-four. Okay, (laughs) and um, and then the Maquis like still at odds with Starfleet. And so like these weird things getting, and then this is pre um, uh, mobile emitter for the doctor. So the doctor's kind of just like stuck either in the holodeck or the med bay. Like (laughs) seeing him being so frustrated that he's, and we can talk about it later, but he's so frustrated when he's in the holodeck against like, (laughs) but you know that later he actually secretly loves it. In the later seasons, he's like, I'm just going to hang out in the holodeck. I can love this. I love this, this episode. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, the there's just a good a good moment when uh Belana opens the door and that dude is getting dressed in his room. <laughs> when all like the rooms are getting I, switched up. I wanted more of this dude. Like yeah. I get that he was supposed to just be the hot guy, like the hot member of the crew, and she was like, Oh, you uh, um uh, you're very ripped and uh <laughs> this is a awkward situation. But he seemed like he would have been a cool guy crew member like i want like so cool sh- i should have put this in the guest star list because yeah it, um, the guest star is john tampoya and he's been in a lot of episodes of star trek he's he's garrett wang's uh kim's uh stand-in but he's also just plays extras and background actors in like that's, every show that's he's so awesome. stand-in yeah oh. but like a consistent one so he's on voyager a lot Obviously, because he was working as Kim's stand-in. Yeah. But he's yeah. also in TNG and the movie Star Trek Generations. Oh my and the God. name of this character is Kashimuro Nozawa. And he really is just like fucking jacked. Like, <laughs> how did want, this guy not want, have a career? He's like the guy. Like, I want to see him as the tactical officer that's like uh that's like Tuvok's number one. And he's like <laughs> always like he, you know, he's the Shaxx character, like always wanting to beat people up. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's the, the, uh, the guy character from, uh, Galaxy Quest who was like <laughs> on the show a lot, but like you would never remember him and he'd show and be like, remember on episode 83, I got killed by that thing. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't know who you are. No. <laughs> Guys, he, he's been four different, no, five different, nope. Six different Borg drones on Voyager. Oh my, oh my God, that's amazing. God. He, does, he does great <laughs> Borg work. So He's a yes, Borg. Uh, Super John Borg. Tampoya. Thanks, John. Just our shout out. Great job, John. Great job, great job. That is a cute little moment in the episode, but just kind of like it has a very network TV 90s totally. Uh, punchline to it or whatever. Cause like Belana turns around and she's like, I can't believe what just happened. And then Tom 
walks into frame, even though like he would have been like right next to her. But he's like, now I'm in the picture as well. And for the audience member, <laughs> and he's like, I thought you handled that very well. Very well. <laughs> it's like, Belen has never been, never, like that would not bother. She'd just be like, hey, put some pants on. Bridge yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? What are you doing? How did you get in here? <laughs> I, I almost like was expecting her before she did the weird like, this is awkward to, for her to just be like, hey, get in here. We need your help. Yeah, Instead of just, telling him to like, stay where you're at. Yeah, stay where you're at. <laughs> I guess, again, because for whatever reason, Voyager's crew just has no concept of how to handle a situation like this. They're just like, I don't know, the the least bad thing that could happen is just everybody just stay where you are. Don't do anything. <laughs> they, take, they take the young kid approach of if you're lost, stay put. Stay put. Because yeah. somebody will find you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't move. Whatever you do, don't move. Just imagine like 150 people just wandering around in the hallways. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is happening? What's going on? What is, what is, should we create a system to make it? Should we get rope? <laughs> and should we don't. all just have rope and just hold on to rope? That's an idea. <laughs> you know, there's one guy that's in like, in like med bay or something, just working away. For like 12 the hours. Entire thing. Has no idea what's going on. Somebody, a bunch of people come and be like, where am I? And you're like, you're in the med bay, dickhead. Like, and he just like keeps working. He just puts his finger up. Yeah. That would have been the doctor. That, yeah. If the doctor was in the med bay. Yeah. But the doctor wasn't in the med bay for this. Um, there's a part uh, that's like tied to the holodeck. So I'm just going to talk about it right now. But it's out, it happens outside the holodeck. But in the holodeck, basically Chakotay's like, I'm going to just go try to like figure this shit out. And they're like, but you're going to get lost. And I think, was it Harry Kim or somebody was like, well, you can do, or no, Chakotay's like, I'll just get a tricorder out of the supply closet and I'll have set it to emit a certain thing so that I, I'll breadcrumb it. I'll know where I've been because it'll detect this. Yeah. And then later on, they're out in the hallway and it's Chakotay and Tuvok and they're having this argument because Tuvok's like, mm. You know, it's logical to just keep turning right to try to like you're stuck in a maze and you're trying to figure get your way out. And I was expecting Dakota to be like, "Yeah, but I'm marking where I've been," <laughs> and he didn't say that. Yeah, because because I think it's been through at this point three rewrites or whatever, so that just yeah. that part got like added but lost. Yeah, oh my god, it's just everybody comes off looking really dumb. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, again, I just I do love even Steven's dad Baxter. Like just God, Baxter's so such great. good. Baxter feels like a character I would have like a, a Barkley character that yeah. I would have seen on TNG. Like when I first saw Baxter, I think I would like was like, oh, is this a TNG character that like transferred to Voyager? Mm-hmm. No. He has a he has that vibe for sure. Yeah, he's got the TNG vibe. Yeah, you know, since he's always crossfitting or whatever, headcanon. <laughs> the reason why that he's never in another episode is not because he's like always in a gym, but because he had a tragic gym accident. Oh no! <laughs> like he's like he he was getting his personal max. He's lifting alone, lifting alone. Bar fucking Just crushes dunk. his esophagus. <laughs> There's no hollow emitters in the gym, so the doctor can't get there in time. That's it. It's fucking Baxter dies. And everyone's like, do you hear about Baxter? 
Oh, yeah, it's really sad stuff, up. man. Yeah. Really fucked up. Or I think I, or I always felt like I the liked reason, him. The reason he never uh, appears after this episode again, because we don't see him when they all get like, when they all just sit through it, is he just decides, because things are so stressful, he needs to go on a run. So he decides to go on a run <laughs> and he's running through one of the doors and the doors open up and he runs through it and it shoots him out into space. <laughs> like, because the whole thing's been twisted. <laughs> Or was it at the, like, at the end of the episode? Isn't Belana looking at the crew compliment? It's like everybody's on board, and she's like, sees like Baxter's missing. She's like, yeah, basically, give or take, give or take a few. Or he like, more or less, he runs through the door, and it, it's in like the cargo bay with the high ceilings, and just like, <laughs> just like, boom. <laughs> Or imagining like visually, like he's running the 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 door opens and he like kind of sees it and goes oh no and like kind of turns around and tries to grab the thing and just, like does the like I'm I'm losing balance yeah. and then falls over whoa, backwards whoa, whoa. out. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised where people didn't get hurt honestly during right. this whole thing. They just stayed put. They were smart. Most of them were smart. Just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to stay where I am. <laughs> the last thing that really stuck out to me is that they got 20 million gigaquads of information. Yeah. It's Holy like, shit. Like, oh, that's that sounds like a nightmare. Like your hard drive has got to be like <laughs> tapped out. Like, they're like, if like, they get on the, the, the bridge and they're like. Um, so sorry, something's malfunctioning. I'm just, it's getting, I'm getting like a loading screen. Okay. What's going on? What's going? Would you beach check balling. the? Yeah, it's beach balling. Beach balling yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me check something. Oh, our hard drive space is like really full. We just uh, started. Even, are you kidding? <laughs> I can't even empty the trash. I can't even. Can't even empty the trash. Do it. There's not enough space. There's just not enough space. It needs to... Did you update the RAM? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're we're kitted out. We're good ramp. to go. Like, yeah, this, we, this, this is a brand. This, this is like a, a year and a half old ship. It is future proof. It has what is what is it? They're, they're biogenic computers or yeah. whatever. They're, they're little. They're little like bio sacks that are. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. This thing is like good to go. Which, we never see those again in late Voyager, right? Like it's just like early Voyager. We find out that they're like. A prototype ship, basically, and then late Voyager, it's like, yeah, we got those sacks in there somewhere. Okay. Like, <laughs> they're they're rattling around. We also got Borg stuff in here. It's all this thing's got- <laughs> it's all patched up. It's got we're, every yeah. PCI slots full we're of hoarders. shit. Like once once they get back to Earth, you would think Starfleet would take that ship and be like, all right, how do we manufacture this thing? Yeah, because this like, thing is sturdy. This thing yeah. is fucking strong. <laughs> It's like we made we honestly we stopped producing intrepid class ships when yours disappeared because we're like that can't be a good design. <laughs> First mission just fucking disappeared. Just like no, this they is the, back. This they is the, back. Janeway's like, where's the um, where's the schematics for the ships? I have some upgrades that I want to throw on it so that we can like pump these out in case we ever get into like a huge war. Like these things will kick ass. They're tanks, and they're like <laughs> the guy like looks over his shoulder to like. The engineer, and he's like, hey, Dave, <laughs> did we ever save that? Oh, no, we deleted that. Thing. We deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> it was taking up a lot of space on our, it was taking up hard drive space. 
yeah. you know, it's Starfleet, we only get a limited amount of storage. It's kind of hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I only I had one gigaquad on my ships. On my yeah. I could have bought a 500 gigaquad uh, drive for it, but you know how expensive those things are right now? Yeah. It's like, we what's wait, it going to do? We got to wait. It's just, it's just going to sit around. <laughs> Jay was like, you know what? I completely understand. There's this one time we got like 20 gigaquads of stuff. It totally crashed our whole ship. You know, 20 million. Like, 20 million gigaquads. Sorry, 20 million gigaquads. <laughs> The day before that, the day before that, you know, Harry Kim was on the, uh, like, was on the uh, the bridge and was like, Janeway, um, should I empty the trash? Because, like, I've noticed that we've been, you know, just kind of saving everything we possibly get and not, like, parsing through the important. And Janeway's just like, hey, Kim, can you go down to engineering and give Belana a hand? Because, like, <laughs> I don't want to listen to you listen anymore. To you right now. Or he was like, Tuvok just like acknowledged. <laughs> he's like, Harry Kim is put in charge of sorting through everything on their fucking drive. And he's like, oh, God. looking at photos, he's like, uh, Captain Janeway? Yes, Harry. Do you want to keep this photo of you and uh, the doctor <laughs> from like a couple weeks ago? No, Harry, Harry no. Okay, uh, Captain Janeway? <sighs> yes, Harry. <laughs> Do you want to keep this file, this song file? <laughs> Like, That's literally the next episode is they can't fly the ship anywhere because their hard drives are full so and it's full. Harry Kim having to like sort through all this stuff. <laughs> this is in a way, you know, to, to reference Discovery again, this is kind of like Voyager's equivalent of them getting all this sphere data. I feel it is. they this go is, through that cloud yeah. and it's like the cloud communicated with us. It just gave us all of its story. It just Discovery backed itself up. <laughs> is essentially Voyager 2.0. It's just like yeah. a Voyager reboot, basically, with all that information. 20 million gigaquads. But what God. does Voyager do with this? They're like, eh, I mean, uh, just, just put it somewhere. It. <laughs> <laughs> just delete it. I feel it. like, you know, we're talking about like, what, how do they deal with it? The next episode, James, just like, just delete it. I don't, we don't have the time. Like what? Just Do delete I, it. It does really feel like the, it, it really feels like the beginning of it, like the end of the first episode of a two-parter, right? Where she's yeah. like, yeah, it was a alien uh, thing that wants to communicate with us. And then the, in the second episode, we find out what this alien thing is and it's actually attacking the ship, but, but this, this, and this. And it's like, no, we never get that information. <laughs> Like everybody cool if we just keep going. Yeah. 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 Harry, Harry Everybody's like, like raises their hand and like uh, uh Captain Janeway? Yes, Harry. <laughs> uh do you want me to keep the twenty million gigaquads of information we got from that alien? No, Harry, you can delete it. Are you sure? Uh yeah, just delete it. Janeway? Uh, Janeway? <laughs> yeah, yes, Harry. Uh remember when you were com like commendating me and telling me how good of a job and you said that you were gonna you were gonna promote me next week she's like well like that promotion day came and went and i was just wondering like <laughs> janeway's like uh did you check my folder is it is it in my calendar is it you're kind of in charge of that kim <laughs> i imagine yo no you're right you're right you're I right okay. Okay. i imagine their their whole relationship is that scene from oceans 12 where matt damon goes up to brad pitt on the airplane <laughs> And and Matt Damon's sleep or um, Brad Pitt's sleeping and Matt Damon's like, uh, um, hey, excuse me, and he like he taps, he's like, hey, and Brad Pitt's like, what do you want, man? Like I'm sleeping, and he's like, I was just, I just, I just want to talk to you and Danny. I think I'm really ready to take the next step, <laughs> take the next step. And Pitt's like, 
I don't know. We don't think you're ready. But if you think you're ready, okay. <laughs> it's such a great scene. <laughs> and that's their dynamic. I feel like that's their dynamic yeah. all the time. <laughs> Man, we spent a lot of time on Kim and Jane. Um, Let's... <laughs> Yeah, I did. Should we take a yeah? Should we take a peek into the yeah? Let's take a look in the archives. Let's do it. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, Bridge. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. This isn't this isn't the mess hall. Whoa, Tom. Pert. What? Uh, hello, could, could somebody give me a hand? I need I need assistance in, in, in pulling myself out of this Jeffrey's tube. Uh, Lopec? Lopec? Yeah, just down here. Down here. Yeah. Oh. oh, hey. I didn't even know there was a Jeffrey's tube there. Uh, I yeah. did not either. Interesting. Need, here, let's huh. get you out of there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Ooh, man. This well, this is, is not wild. the mess hall. No. No. I, I'm kind of surprised we all ended up here, though. I was... Yeah. Weren't weren't people saying that it, they couldn't m- get to the bridge? Uh, t- to be honest, it has been very confusing. Nobody's really communicating any information. No, no, no. I, yeah, I just heard somebody saying we got to get to the bridge. We got to get to the bridge. Yeah. As I I, I passed past. by Chakotay and Neelix just walking around in, in circles, and they wouldn't even acknowledge me. Chakotay said that he was trying to follow a chaotic pattern, which didn't make any sense. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I passed. I passed by uh, Balana and Tom, and they were just literally arguing the whole time. Oh, that's Balana was in a hurry, and Tom was not. So yeah, uh, I passed by. You know that guy? What's his name? He's like kind of balding. Baxter. Um, You're talking about Baxter. Yeah, Baxter. I passed. I mean, I've never really seen him before. A, a He's usually lot. in the gym. Yeah, he's usually yeah. In the gym. Yeah, I, I I passed him and he just looked at me and said, "Heading to the bridge," and I was like, "No, I'm not." Uh, but here we are. But here we are now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Honestly, I'm hungry. Like me the too. reason why I was going to the mess hall is I'm hungry. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that there's actually no replicator on the bridge? I don't know how anybody gets any work done without any snacks yeah. around. There's, I think, you know what? I think there's one in the ready room, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I, I came, but I came through the ready room yeah. door, but I wasn't in the ready room. So I don't... You don't know where the ready room is. Well, no, I... Yeah, because I, I came... I was in the turbo lift. I stepped out of the turbo lift, mm-hmm. and I was on the bridge, but I was on the bridge like I had come through the ready room door. Whoa. That's pretty trippy, man. I was just in the engineering Jeffrey's tube and popped out here. Oh, what? I, what? What is it, Pert? I'm feeling. My right arm is feeling a little weird. Ooh, ooh, and jelly. What, did, but, Whoa! Are you guys you seeing s- this right now? Pert, I can't understand you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Both of you need to just look at each other and listen to what you're saying to each other. Yeah, can you? Un- I mean, uh, Lopez, can you understand him? I can understand both of you. I can't see either of you. You both look like rock fixtures from Vulcan, but I can I can understand you fine. 
I, I cannot understand what he's saying anymore. Snap bip bop. Okay, okay. Um let's see. Flip snachnoop dap Kasi Vudua Shit Ma Tikitala. Snam nam nam snam nam nam Snap that back. But like for that, Chakote. Yeah, no, Chakote's Uh-huh. Yeah, Chakote yeah. totally should have Yeah. I don't understand why Chakote took Neelix with him. Yeah, it just weird. doesn't make any sense. It's just a bad pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Completely bad. Hey, pairing. Do you guys Oh I don't feel I don't feel like Whoa. I don't feel like I'm Is that it? Did it happen? That's all I feel, I Wait, feel, we were running from that? We were running we were, from that the whole been, time? We've been running for that the whole time? We just needed to let it happen to us? I guess so. Well, should I we feel, tell everybody else on the ship to just chill out? Wait, guys. Uh, oh, no. We just, <laughs> weird. we just went to the mess hall? Well, yeah. yeah. I was going to say we're the only ones on the bridge, so we could, you know, Pull play some pranks or something or... <laughs> Yeah. Sit on the captain's chair. We should all sit in the captain's chair. We should chair. get a, a hollow photo of us on the captain's chair. Okay. All right. Let's all fit on it. Let's all fit on it. Let's all sit on it. Yeah. Ow. Move over, Kurt. The combat just digging into my. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> you jiggled. This isn't as comfortable as I thought it would be. No. Computer, take hollow photo. I didn't smile. Oh, come on, man. It takes 10 in a in succession. You, we oh, should be does. able to. Yeah. Ah, we're cool. good. All right. So there's a the holodeck content here. So much. Yeah. I holodeck guess. 2. Yeah. Shay Sandrine. I love this setting, and I'm kind of bummed they did away with it uh, after the first couple seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little set. Mm-hmm. The first part of this is uh, as we... Learned in the 30 second recap, it's Kess's birthday, and they're doing a surprise birthday party for Kess. Woo! It, I think Jay Chataway, our boy Jay, the music's pretty spooky at the beginning. It is. Kess yeah. is like, really Where am dark. I? Like, what's what the fuck is this? What's happening? I'm one, I'm just now two years old, I haven't had a lot of life <laughs> experience, but this does feel like a, a dangerous situation. <laughs> surprise. Woo! You know, I feel like Voyager is the most, um, the or maybe the least concerned with being like space secular. Yeah. There's like, yeah, birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like these are just <laughs> things that are exist in Star Trek now. Whereas no, like yeah. in every other show, they're like, you know, celebration day, day of <laughs> excellence, neutral <laughs> celebration for everyone. <laughs> The boy just like, yeah, here's like cons- capitalism. Like we just give gifts. Uh, <laughs> I bought Paris, this for you. <laughs> yeah. Pa- Paris, oh, I do like the mention of of Paris like replicating, using two weeks of replicator rations to, to yeah. make something yeah. for Kess. I think that's pretty cool. Like uh, yeah. I wish that that was something that Voyager had more of. Replicator rations? Just, yeah. They, they did away with it at a general. certain point. Yeah, like the first couple of seasons, they were like, oh, yeah, I saved my replicator rations. And then to season six, they're just like, you just go replicate it. Just go replicate it. <laughs> well, well there's like one those guy. 20 bi- they got those 20 million gigaquads <laughs> yeah. of information that made them figure out how to like You're right. fix the replicators so they don't have rations anymore. Exactly. exactly. You know that there's one guy that was like, you know, I just kind of got in the habit of rationing my replicators. So. <laughs> 
I, I think it's just better that way. Like, honestly, I don't need to replicate everything. It's like, well, you know, we just recycle everything we don't use. Like, yeah, but yeah, I, I, like did, to- I got into the habit of like making my own stuff. <laughs> is that why, you, is that why you have a kind of shitty uniform? Okay. You don't have to call it right. shitty. Right. I handmade it. Yeah. Like, I love to me, that- it's my favorite. <laughs> I, I, I like to think that uh, Tom made that the rep had the replicator rations to make that necklace, and he she's like, "Oh, you uh, you got two weeks of replicator rations," and he shows it, and then Harry comes in the background and is like, "Wait, what? I thought you were gonna make me shoes. I gave you a week's worth of my rations." <laughs> Tom's like, like, hey, can I talk to you, man? You said you you needed to borrow my replicator ration so you can make me some some cool shoes. And Tom's like, and I will. I will. You will get the coolest. You just just need to give me another week's worth of replicator rations. And he's like, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. It's like, yeah. The long con, like they finally get back home. And Carrie Kim is like 100,000 replicator rations in debt. Just like... And Tom's just wearing, like, he he looks like a pimp. (laughs) He's just, like, wearing the most extravagant things. And Harry's like, am I ever going to get that, uh, Harry? (laughs) Okay, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I I can just see in in the, we'll go back to Janeway and Kim, a performance review. And Janeway's like, hey, so um, I also, you know, we're not really don't usually talk about this kind of thing, but we're in a very, you know, specific situation here. And I've noticed that you use up all of your replicator rations and everybody's doing whatever they can to cut corners. And I'm not saying that you can't, but maybe try to consider being a little bit more thoughtful for your fellow crew members. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even see what you're getting out, out of these replicators. Like, yeah. You're maxing your replicator yeah. rations out. Try and to it be seems a little like more... you're thin, you're tired, like... <laughs> Try to be more thoughtful with what you replicate. I think there's a sort of mindlessness to what you're doing, Harry. Harry's like, and Harry's like, yeah, I understand. I completely understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, he leaves the door, and right as he leaves the door, Tom's out there wearing just like a bunch of shit. He's like, "Hey, Harry, what's up?" And Harry's like, "Hi, Tom." Eating like a eating like a whole cake to himself. Jane big blue cakes. Janeway's like, oh, Tom, come on in. It's nice to see you. You look really nice. That cake looks delicious. <laughs> and then the door slowly closes on Harry with him just like Kim staring no, at No, it doesn't close. It doesn't. It just stays open. And Harry Kim's kind of standing there. And then <laughs> Janeway and, and Tom kind of look back. And Tom's like, hey, Kim, can you, you like, would you mind? Can you close the door? You're just activating the. E- yeah. The, the thing's going to stay open as long as you stand there. You, just need, you need to take a step back. He slowly steps back. He's like, yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. And then you just hear Janeway right at the end of the door close. He's like, do you think you could talk to Harry? I'm really concerned about his ration use. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Of, of I'll course. talk to him about it. He's like, you're doing great, by the way. He's like, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So we start to see uh, Neelix get super territorial, like uh, over territorial when Tom gives this gift and then goes over to Chakotay and like, can you see <laughs> that? Just like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're right. No, I, I don't, he just, yeah. What, uh, I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Tuvok just, just looks so over it. He's like, I don't really want to talk to you, Neelix. 
just go over there. I, I don't care. If we could, if this could just get resolved without my <laughs> assistance, that would be <laughs> wonderful. It'd be awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah, and then we see the doctor uh, with uh, Judy Geeson as Sandrine oh, hanging off of him. This is one of my... F- I, the doctor's so good in this one because when he first shows up, he's very just like classic doctor, like, I'm not a bartender. I don't want to be here, but it's your birthday, so here I am. <laughs> like, I'm here. I like how in this episode, he pretends to be grossed out by Sandrine. But, you know, like mm-hmm. in that, what, what's the episode? Is it, It's not Body and Soul. It's the one where the lady, the Avatar lady, she takes over the bodies and they have the, the hula thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, that yeah, point, yeah. the doctor's yeah. like, I fucking love holographic bitches. Let's- <laughs> he's <just> like, <laughs> yes. He's like. <laughs> well, it's I that think- moment. It's that moment when he's like, she starts kissing him. And I think Bolana walks in or somebody walks in and he's like. And they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing in here? Like the ship is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, I can't get out. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Uh, that moment when uh, Kim, I think Harry Kim comes in and he was like, I can't get out. And Harry Kim's like, computer and program. And it just doesn't work. He's like, computer arch. And it doesn't work. And he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> sorry. sorry, Doc. Sorry, Doc. Tried this kind of reminds me of the episode is- where his emitter was not working properly and he was tiny. And everybody's just like, I guess you're just going to have to figure out how to be a doctor when you're tiny, doctor. He's like, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. I completely forgot about that episode. And it totally reminds me of uh, that's, is it Tim and Eric sketch? Or is it, no, it's not Tim and Eric. It might be a Tim and Eric sketch where, uh, like, Tiny Dancing Man. And it's just. It's Tim sh- and Eric, yeah. Dance. Tiny Dancing Man. We'll get you tiny toilet tiny. paper. We'll get you a tiny burrito. <laughs> Get your tiny football. It's Ted dancing, and he's just, he's shrunk He's like overnight. this big. He's like, yeah. He's like he's tiny. Uh, I do really love this lot, the, the moment when Tuvok and Chakote are just having it Chakotay. out. Chakote. 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 Yeah, they're just having it out. And uh, Chakote is really fired up. And my favorite line is when he's like, he looks at Tuvok and is like, you know what? I'm not going to get to say, I may not get to say this, but you're real fucking annoying sometimes. You know that? <laughs> Tuvok's like, thank you. <laughs> but then he says like, you yeah, know, you're a great, you're a great guy though. I fucking hate you, but you're a great guy. When they have that whole like argument <clears throat> where Balana's like, no, I think we should do this. And Chakota and Tuvok's like, yeah, it's a bad idea. You could blow the ship up. We should probably just do this. Uh, and Balana just like loses it. Like, <laughs> Full on wants to fight him for the most part. It's like Dakota, you can't listen to him. Like you can't listen to this guy. Like give me a chance. He, he fucking and, who knows who he's betraying right now. And I think Dakota uh, says something along the lines to Tuvok of like, I bet you wish um, Janeway had made you her number one, but that's not the case right now. And Suck. I'm in command. So and Tuvok's like, Yeah, actually, I, that was that was kind of hard for me, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> I love how pa- I how patiently I love how patiently Tuvok stands by when he's like <clears throat> we need uh, Blonde is like we should try this and he's like yeah you might blow up the ship don't do that do this and they're like no fuck you and he's like all right fuck me right and he just stands there and he's like <laughs> just, and then they come back they're like we almost blew up the ship we need to like, try his thing he's we like should, we you should try can't it do Tuvok's it. way he's like you can't <laughs> Tuvok 
Although in that moment, I did have like the groan out loud of like, shut up, Tuvok. Where like, she was like, Tuvok, we, we really should probably try your plan now. Like, we got to do it. And Tuvok was like, it's too late. You can't. Unfortunately, there's only three minutes and 37 seconds. And I'm like, in, in my head, I'm like, all right, we get it, Tuvok. If they right. didn't do it. It's too late. You were right. But you don't have to do a told you so in this moment. It's totally <laughs> passive aggressive. I told you so. Like, we can't do it anymore. Sorry. Yeah, he should just tell like, you. Maybe you should do it like Tuvok way. Maybe you should do it the Tuvok way. It's oh, great, fucking great, great timing. Yeah, He's great. just like muttering to himself. <laughs> Maybe we should fucking try Tuvok. Tuvok, fuck you okay him. Fuck <laughs> Tuvok. I'm great. Good. I'm, yeah, very I'm great. good. Stellar. I'm, I'm perfect. Yeah, fucking I'm great. Never want to do it Tuvok way. Fucking ask me. He's my like stapler. He's like doing this, the yeah. the stapler. <laughs> well, that's his solution. It's my stapler. He's like, just burn the ship down. Just just let the ship get all distorted and twisted <laughs> and it. stuff like that. Fuck and it. they're like, what was that Tuvok? What? You said something. No, you want to no, speak no, up? No, no, no. No, no you said okay. something. Uh, no, just okay. let the stuff go through you. That's there, we we're gonna die. <laughs> we might as well just try. The die. I. I a lot of little bits that I loved in this uh, was when they decided to turn the bar into a ready room, a situation room, and they yeah, put all the little tables, tables together. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part too. <laughs> like they just, they just did. This is like, this is like in in high school when like your drama group has to like do a rehearsal, but you can't for whatever. So you have to do it at the coffee shop and yeah. you just see the barista looking over like, ah, oh, I'm going to have to fucking move those back. <laughs> I was like, the minute I saw it, I was like, oh, this throws me back to group projects in college yeah. at the college coffee shop at like 1am in the morning. Just, Cause it's open 24 <laughs> seven. Just, just grab that one. Just, just, we'll just put them together. Yeah. Great. So, okay, I'm gonna put the binders here. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. I wish there wasn't a hole in the center of this yeah, because they're all round. They're but all round. It's just that's just the way it is. And you know, they're like, uh, they're they're playing a game of pool, and they're like, "Hey, Harry, could you put these tables together?" I was gonna, but I I was on Tom's team. We were yeah, gonna play. It, you, no, it'd be great <laughs> if you just put those tables together so we can have a oh, meeting. Oh, Harry okay, Kim. okay. No, you know, you know the way it was. It was Harry Kim was like putting, like laying out all the papers on the pool table because he thought that would be like a really great place for everyone to like stand and lean over. But they all like put the tables together and they're like, "Hey, Harry, could you come lay those papers out over here?" And he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, but I just figured like we didn't have to move this and like yeah, but we just need them over here. We're just gonna yeah. do them over here. Okay, okay all, right. all right." And he just kind of like shuffles them back together and like. <laughs> I think I I somehow have never really caught how stupid it is that this program is Paris three and it's Tom's program, but it's yeah. also in Paris. In Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how hacky Tom Paris is. He's just such a hack. Yeah. I love to think the yeah. writers were like, Where uh where would Tom Paris go? Like, right, to like do this thing, where did he go to school or whatever? And one of them's like Paris. What about Paris? <laughs> and they're all like, oh. There's a Paris in Texas. Could have done it there. <laughs> Just a dude with a cowboy hat in the writer's room. <laughs> There's a Paris in Texas. Yeah, Jerry. Jonathan, <laughs> how'd you get in here? You're not allowed. You, We told you you weren't allowed in the writer's room anymore. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. We're going to take it. Yeah. Uh, security, please uh, escort him out. Yeah. Uh, what else happens in the holiday? 
Like it's a lot of, lot of I mean, chatter. We have the moment. They have, we have the moment where uh, Chicote sits down right before they're about to to go through the the wobblies jelly thing and goes like, "I need to talk to my spirit guide." And uh, Belana <laughs> goes like, "You know what? I could really use that right now. You mind if I sit with you? Like, I really could use a spirit guide right now." <laughs> I, like, I thought, I thought you'd you never would ask. never ask. <laughs> That's very strange to me. It feels yeah. like she white persons. Yes. <laughs> The Native American, and then like, like the Native American's like, "Yep, I wanted to do this with you the whole time." <laughs> yep, I guess this is what I wanted. I what I really wanted was somebody to interrupt me talk communicating with my spirit guide, and me having to explain it to a white person. <laughs> I love this. This is great. Do you don't even understand how spirit guides work? Do you? Because it's guiding me. It's not. Not you. And then he starts speaking backwards because they're in the crazy jumbled state. <laughs> I oh like how God. once it gets into the room, like, okay, now everybody stand still. Stand still for David Stipe, <laughs> visual effects guy. <laughs> and you're just waiting. My question was, why did the doctor react the same way as everyone else? He's, he's a hologram, he's right? He's photonic, he, yeah. He's photonic. I don't... Yeah, he would probably be. something would happen to him, but I don't think it would be the same jelly body that everyone else gets. I feel like he should have been malfunctioning more because he's like programming. Because yeah. all the yeah. other programming on the ship is kind of fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I also love when Janeway's like down there, like <laughs> like freaking out, and they're arguing, <clears throat> and Blana's like, "Look at her, she's fucking dying," <laughs> and <laughs> Tuvok's like. We don't know that. And then Jamie's like, <laughs> and everybody is kind of like, uh, this did feel like one of those moments where in the original script, there was probably, she was, she was getting information yeah, uh, and trying to tell them that like the solution trying to say like, you just need to stand like still. Like you him. just need to like do things. She's like, dark no under- yeah, no one could understand her. She couldn't understand anybody. And now, then, like, it got rewritten five million times, and we lose whatever this was, and now it just looks like her freaking out in the corner. <laughs> she does have that moment when, they, when they're all back and normal, and she's like, they're trying to communicate. Jesus Christ. They're trying to communicate. They're trying to communicate. <laughs> yeah, the, the rewrites of this really do, I think, make everyone on this ship look dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. it just doesn't really it's awesome. It's 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 a bad episode. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody that I've read about like talking about this episode is like, yeah, we don't really talk about that one. A piece of trivia is that they originally meant this to be the second to last episode of the first season, and Paramount was like, uh, nope. "We're going to shorten your first season. Yeah. This is going to be in the second season," and then. They didn't really know what to do with this episode, and they made it like the one of the last episodes cut from the first season to air at all in the second because they just oh did God. not know what to do with it. Which I think makes sense why all these uh, hangovers from the first season of like the the um, the Maquis crew being pissed off with the Starfleet, like yeah. all these things, kind of like I don't know Baxter, Baxter still there, Baxter. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's rate. Should we rate it? Yeah, let's, let's rate, rate it. it. By the way, this was a recommended episode from one of our listeners on Twitch. Thank you. I almost, Woo. I always have a lot of fun with the episodes that are just like 
not good. So I, th- ASAPs. Yeah. I thought it was. I think it's a fun episode, purely for everyone walking around the hallways a bunch, just like constantly. I don't know where the oh. fuck I am. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun with the episode. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I think it's it, it just like breaks a lot of rules of what makes something engaging yeah. and good. It, it's really just a strange little episode. Strange uh, and, little yeah. episode, dear. All right. So uh, we're just Actually. doing drafts today, right? We're not doing camp. We're just... <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. Fucking nailed <laughs> Which, it. Uh, it'll suffer if it doesn't have camp. Yeah, camp is the strongest camp. category. Uh, dialogue, <laughs> I just think. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's the doctor has some good lines. Like, they do he not does. mop the floors. Whole, the whole argument takes place in the holodeck yeah. between Chakotay and... That's uh, true. Tuvok. The argument's really good. There's also this like really surprisingly deep and sad affecting moment from from Tom and Harry when Harry's like, "Hey, Tom, are, are, are you are you scared?" Are you scared? <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's like, "You know what? I fucking knew that I would possibly die in Starfleet, so uh, you know I was ready for this." But yeah, yeah, I'm actually really scared too. I'm, I'm really scared. scared. Cool, thank God. I was so scared. I just didn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give him a four. Yeah, I think it's got pretty good dialogue, actually. I agree. I'm going to go with a four as well. Me as well. Four. Uh, romance. Kind of like the opposite of romance from Neelix here. Just fucking it's yeah. ruining Disgusting. everything. Annoying, yeah. But, uh, um, I'm, I'm giving it a zero. Why? What about the doctor? And you know, he, this is I think pretty, his awakening. Yeah. I think this. I besides, think so. besides heroes and demons, I think this is sort of a sexual awakening for the, that. All right, kiss. I'll give it a one. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. I'm, give, I'm giving it a two. I'm gonna give it a one five. Uh, action. There really isn't a lot of action think, going on. Yeah, here. I don't think anything happens Just, really. Just the, the 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 defining point of action in this episode is when they all choose to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a zero. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm gonna give it a zero as well. Zero, big old goose egg. Even though there was a really funny moment when they decide to basically nuke the vo- nuke Voyager to see if that fix things, yeah. everything shakes and then in it there. Didn't. And it's like, wow! It turns out <laughs> nuking. Harry your- run back, being like, <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. Tuvok's like. Yeah, no fucking shit, guys. It's like, it's I like told they you. lit a bunch of firecrackers in engineering. <laughs> like, oh. This really felt like a, um, like a, uh, not Three Stooges, but um, what Little Rascals moment. It did. This me. whole episode like, felt like a, a Little Rascals episode where they're all walking around, walking in doors, being like, whoop, I don't know where I am. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, suspense. I guess I, the thing is, it's not even really that interesting. Sus- there's like, we don't know why. They never move beyond the first question. They don't answer. Yeah. The, they never answer the question either. They're just like, space thing. It's making things weird. And hard then they're like, full. Hard dress full. <laughs> and in the holodeck, there really isn't a lot of suspense going on. Like, Not really. It's a zero for me. I think the there is a suspenseful moment at the end when it's like, <gasps> are they gonna, are they gonna die? die? Yeah. You know, are they gonna get? I'll give fried? it a two for that. Ooh, I'll give it a one for that. Same. Definitely not giving it a two. I'm gonna give it a one as well. 
All right. The mythical category of camp <laughs> added specifically for this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm going to give it a five. I think it's Don so Gary's campy. really campy. It's like, super, uh, the, doctor. the doctor's super campy. It's a five for me. Yeah, I, I think so. I think the camp really shines in this one, especially with the, the, wavely, the wavy arms and stuff. Wavy and arms. Right at the beginning, I think the stinger is like everyone's hanging out in the thing, and then Tuvok goes... And it's like says something weird and oh no, they like Tuvok is like trying to talk to them and they're like, "What's up, Tuvok?" And then over the comms, he's like, "Wait, hold on." Oh God, what what did what did he say? Because this um, I don't remember. Are you talking about the when he says phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Immediately in my head, I was like, phenomenon. What is it? A phenomenon. He's like, phenomenon. What's funny is like this is this is Starfleet. This is you know this is Starfleet. Uh, but they're they're flying. This is the kind of shit that Starfleet is just designed for. Is phenomenon, right? So yeah, yeah. Like when it's like there's a phenomenon and the 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 audio is all messed up. They should all been like, oh, okay, must be affecting our comm systems. I but know. the way that this episode <laughs> plays it, it's like, this is crazy. Never before <laughs> have we ever heard a little distortion in the audio. <laughs> I think that, I think it happens more like on, I feel like on TNG when this sort of shit happens, everyone is like, all right, what are we going to do? Let's deal with it. Yeah. And like increasingly as newer treks come out, I haven't seen Enterprise, so I couldn't tell you, but at least on like Discovery when shit like this happens, they're like, fucking red alert we don't know what the fuck is happening (laughs) (laughs) something's broken we should do it fast we should do it as fast as possible Uh, all right stakes and uh stakes um they could all die i think in the holodeck the stakes are pretty high they keep hatching these stupid terrible plans in the holodeck That could almost blow up the Voyager. So I do think that the stakes I are never very high. I felt the stakes, though. <laughs> no. Watching this episode and watching them in the holodeck as an as the audience never felt these stakes. That's you can feel true. the they stakes for Neelix. They didn't do a good job of making the audience feel the stakes, even if they're I, there. You know what? I felt the stakes a little bit, partly because of Harry's very nice moment with Tom when he's like, <laughs> Hey, Tom, are you scared? <laughs> like... I, I could have felt that brother. a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, like they could die. Yeah. Everyone could fucking die. I was going to give it a three. <clears throat> I think three is That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. Like, I was going to give it a three because they're there. I just didn't feel them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a three as well. A lot of emotional stakes. Computer, what's our final score? Calculating. 2.47. All right. Okay. So that puts okay. it right under the booby trap, which is kind of a similar episode if you think <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, that booby trap is just uh, Jean Luc Picard uh, loving a science project <laughs> so much, loving history so much. Yeah. Didn't you build model ships? <laughs> did nobody build model ships? <laughs> I, I did. No, you did. 
I did. I swear. <laughs> fucking I, did. I, did. I, did. I, I swear did. to God. Good, great fun. Those model ships. <laughs> ships in a bottle. Great fun. Great fun. All right. What are we doing next week, Jan? We are oh, shit. What what did we? We're land doing on? bada bing, bada boom. Oh right, right. bada bing, bada bang. Uh, bada bing, bada bang. Fifteen yeah. of season seven of Deep Space Nine. This is going to be our right. first Vic Fontaine episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, I love Vic Fontaine, uh, but I know a lot of people don't. But because wrong. people don't like holodeck episodes for no reason. It's dumb. I don't understand it. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, yeah. thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for watching on Twitch, if you're watching, which leads me to say we have an Instagram. Go follow us. We do uh, fun stuff on that Instagram. We do some memes. We do some Star Trek content. Um, and at that Instagram, you can get our link tree, which has our link to our Discord, which is fun because mm-hmm. we talk about Star Trek and uh, and have all those discussions at, on the Discord. And then it also has our link to our Twitch channel. So if you wanted to watch us when we record our episodes, we generally record on Saturdays. But sometimes, like today, we're recording on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're on Apple Podcasts or anything else. Leave us a rate and a review. And if you subscribe, you get a little ding when uh, there's a new episode. Yeah. The intro and outro music is provided by artist Bodyline. Uh, you can find their music on Bandcamp. Super dope. Vaporwave, if you're into that kind of thing. And uh, we're using it with the permission of the Midwest Collective. Yeah. The voice of the Trek to the Holodeck computer is provided by Verona Blue. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, thanks. Thanks, CBS Viacom. Thanks for not being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget. This is like the uh, Hatfields and the McCoys at this point. I don't even remember why we started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think we our were beef. just like, fuck you. I, I feel like our great, great grandparents yeah. had a fight with each other. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, passed down. We have nothing to do with CBS Viacom. We're a fan podcast. Uh, we really like Star Trek, and we hope that you watch it and listen to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for now. So, have a good one and transition. All your spirit. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 